Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Hoops and Hebevising podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Reddit Mavericks. And uh, today we have a very special guest, uh, Bryce Patrick. How are you doing today, Bryce? Oh, I'm doing super duper, guys. It's a wonderful, wonderful day. Wonderful yeah. to be here. <laughs> a wonderful Rising Stars Challenge Day where Luca got like 13 points and 9 assists and 3 rebounds. And looked like he did nothing in the process. <laughs> Sounds like a typical game from Luca. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is funny because it's like, I think... Kirk talks about this all the time. It's like, oh, Luca doesn't look like he's been playing very well today. Oh, he has a triple double. Never mind. This <laughs> <laughs> is one of those weird players where it's like, oh, I don't think he scored that much. You look up and he's got twenty five, and you're like, wait, when did that happen? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> exactly. So um, I think Bryce, there were some some questions that everybody wants to know about. Some questions that our followers on Twitter wanted to know about. Uh, but I'll hand it off to to Ruben to ask you a couple of things. All right, Bryce. <laughs> it's time for the gauntlet. <laughs> all right, hit me with what you got. All right. So, um, first of all, what have you discovered from Doggate with Dwight Powell? So, this is one of the weirdest interactions I've ever had with a player, but honestly, one of the most delightful. So, um. I've kind of assimilated as my beat is now Mavericks Dogs Twitter. That's just, that's who I am. I am the Mavericks Dogs beat reporter. If anything's happening with a, with the Mavs player's dog, I'm going to be the one first on it. Uh, Nick Engstead is, is the Mavs Instagram beat writer. So so anything that's going on with their Instagrams, you, you holler at him for it. He'll, he'll be the first in that. But anything with the dogs... That's me. I'm I'm the expert. Somehow that became my expertise. So since there were so many new mass players, I didn't know a lot of them had dogs, and so I started asking a bunch of them. And, uh, apparently none of the new guys have dogs. I thought that Kristaps had a dog. Turns out it was his brother's dog. Still a very good dog. Um, and then I was asking the rest of the mass players who I hadn't who I didn't know if they had dogs or not. So. I asked Dwight, and we're sitting there at the end of the game, after the game in Houston, and so, and just me and Maxie and Ryan are standing right there, and Dwight comes over, and so I'm like, hey, Dwight, I got a random question for you. He's like, all right, shoot, man. And I'm like, do you have a dog? And so he looks at me, kind of tilts his head, he's like, mm, uh, hmm, and he kind of turns around and walks out, goes like, <laughs> the showers, and I like, kind of like look at Ryan and Maxie, we all kind of look at each other like, wait, what? And he said, I had to think about it, like, right before he, he walked out. And he comes back, and he's like, no, no, I don't have a dog. And then he grabs the stuff, and he leaves. And so we all look at each other, and we're like, what the hell? It's not, it's not the itch. It's, like, it's a yes or no question. It's not a you have to think about it. I mean, <laughs> some people said, oh, yeah, I've been there. Sometimes I'm so exhausted that I have to think about, am I a person? What's my name? 
just the most basic things. But it didn't it didn't feel like one of those things. I feel like he genuinely had to think if he had a dog. And so Ryan said that he was well Brokoff said he was he was hiding something and so I had to had to follow up. And so I tweeted that out and somehow that made the front page of R N B A. I didn't know until a friend of mine sent a screenshot of it to me on Instagram. I was like, Hey look man, you're famous. So that was fun. Yeah. Uh, and so I had a bunch of people on, on Twitter reach out and said they'd met Dwight in real life, and like three or four of them saw Dwight walking around downtown with a dog. So I was like, okay. Even one of them sent me a picture. So I was like, all right, I got to get to the bottom of this. And so at Wednesday's game, I showed Dwight the picture. I'm like, so I did some some reporting, some follow-up reporting about your <laughs> alleged dog or, or lack thereof, because, you know... <laughs> The people care a lot about it. And someone sent me this picture. Yeah, you sure you you still sure you don't have a dog? He's like, no. And I'm like, yeah, I, I I didn't realize this would blow up. I didn't realize so many people cared about whether you had a dog or not. He's like, well, it's a a weird world full of strange smells. And then he walked off. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, Dwight? And I've like I've interacted with Dwight like a little bit more than. <clears throat> Most of the other guys, usually I just hang out with, with Brokoff and, and Maxie and talk to them all the time. But Dwight's the, the next up in that crew. But I've never had any interactions as weird as I have with, with Dwight the last couple of games. And so then I go over to Brokoff and I'm like, all right, I, I need to know some more. Do you, do you know anything else about this, this Dwight dog or, or no dog? And, and Ryan says, well, I know he was dating this girl who had a dog before I was on the team. But I know that they're not dating anymore. And I'm like, okay. all right, that's the most helpful anyone has been in this whole saga. And then I show the picture to Maxie, and I'm like, Maxie, you got any comment on this? And he starts smiling, and he starts walking out of the locker room. He's like, I'm not having anything to do with this. you got to ask Dwight. I'm laughing and walking out. And I'm like, all right, Maxie, I respect your commitment to not want to get caught up in this. But so my best guess as of right now is that Dwight had a girlfriend who had a dog, and they broke up. But Dwight didn't give me that kind of... He was always smiling and laughing when he was talking about it. It wasn't like, this is a very painful breakup. I don't want to do, deal with this at all. Please stop asking me about the dog. I miss Carol so much. <laughs> just kind of like, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you this. This is just going to be a mystery of life. So, so I'm going to ask a few more players. That... Sorry. Uh, so what you're saying is that Dwight Powell has some doggy mama drama. I think so. I think so. so. I'm gonna ask a few more players once the break is done. Um, <laughs> I feel like this we might have hit the logical conclusion to this to this thrilling saga about Dwight Doggate. See, I think what you need to do is start asking some leading questions. Go up to JJ and be like, "Hey, have you and Dwight ever had a dog date?" Because we know that JJ has a dog. And I know that Dwight has been over to walk his dog. So, so. so you ask if they've ever had a doggy date. And then JJ can respond either yes or no. And if he says yes, <laughs> then you know that Dwight either has or used to have a dog. I yeah. mean, like, when I think, like, so I'm thinking about it, So it's like, I've seen the pictures of, like, Dwight with, like, this tiny, tiny, like, almost, like, purse-sized dog. And I'm like, okay, like... That doesn't seem like a dog, like, 
I don't know. I mean, my dog's pretty small too, though. But you know, it's like if it's like almost like a teacup sized dog, it's like okay, like I can see like why maybe like I can see how maybe it, it might have been like the dog of like an ex girlfriend or somebody was seeing or something like that. So, <laughs> but still, it's a it's it's been a pretty interesting week for you um, in general. <laughs> Not, <laughs> not including this but uh <laughs> the second thing i wanted to ask you about is um the typos <laughs> <laughs> kind of like what was your thought process behind them when did you decide eh, i'm gonna leave them up like <laughs> so i don't want to throw anybody under the bus and and not take responsibility but i absolutely want to throw mike tato under the bus so he was there um working on this story that he wrote was freaking amazing on mouse moneyball it was about um african-american heritage night which was that night and so this is justin jackson's first game and i literally never thought about justin jackson before but i thought a lot about josh jackson and so i was kind of talking to um to mike and just kind of half paying attention to what I was tweeting. So I just got a little video of it on Snapchat and saved it. And I was about to tweet it out. I'm like, hey, it's it's Josh Jackson. Right, Mike? That's the that's the right Jackson, this one? I always screw it up. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's the right one. And so I'm like, all right. Just hit send. And then went and uh, Cuban was having some pregame availability where he was talking with, with the big guns in McMahon and Townsend. So I just kind of hopped in there and tried to learn what I could learn and had talked for like 15 minutes and then I go over to Mike and I felt my phone kind of blowing up and I'm like I'm not going to check this while while Cuban's dishing the, the hot gossip um so yeah. so eventually I walk over walk back over to Mike after he's done talking and Mike's like by the way it's Josh Jackson you you screwed up the Jackson then you're already getting roasted and I'm like oh, wonderful now I just have to leave this up here otherwise I'm a coward so I tried to I tried to fix it afterwards, but it was like, no, it's too late. It's too late. And everybody was just seeing the initial tweet and not seeing underneath it immediately where I was like, nope, I know this is Justin Jackson. I goofed it. They're like, what, bro, it's Justin. I'm like, literally, look at the next tweet, you idiot. So for the next, like, 12 hours, it was just a bunch of Kings fans being like, oh, you don't respect Justin Jackson. And I'm like, oh, my God, Kings fans, please leave my mentions now and always. <laughs> But that's not the most interesting thing that happened that night, Bryce. <laughs> the no, the so, other thing was getting the big scoop on Justin Jackson afterwards. Big <laughs> super scooper. <laughs> Do you care to comment on the funnier typo of the two? Yeah, so, so when Justin Jackson actually checked in, I was like, all right, I can't screw up this dude's name twice. Otherwise... He's going to murder me, rightfully so. And so I was so con- concerned with saying Justin Jackson that I didn't notice my phone when I typed makes his first shot, change it to makes his first shit. And it took me about five minutes to realize it. I think it was Nick uh, quote tweeted it and said something that like didn't make sense with like the original tweet. Originally, if it was just he makes his first shot, it's not a very interesting tweet. And Nick said something, I forgot what it was, but I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't really add up. Nick, what are you doing? And then I reread the thing, and I was like, 
Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, it's too late. It's too late. <laughs> so Okay. You so said you asked him about it afterwards, right? Yeah, yeah. So the first thing I, I did when I came into the locker room was like I came up to him and I introduced myself because I had met him before. <laughs> so I was like, Hey, uh I gotta introduce myself. My name's Bryce Patrick and um I also want to apologize because before the game I misnamed I misnamed you as Josh Jackson. Definitely screwed that up. My bad. And later on, I was so excited to get your name right when you made your first shot. I said you made your first shit, and Twitter's been having a heyday with it. And so he just kind of started laughing. He's like, "Ah, that's all right. It happens." And nice to meet you. So he's a, he's a real nice guy about it. And Thank so God. that's good. And so I just wanted to like interview him about like just a time because you know if I have to deal with getting roasted for the next like three days on Twitter for that typo, then I deserve a little one-on-one. And so I was asking him like three questions and like five people came up from behind me and started like busting in on my one-on-one and i'm like no no no, y'all can screw off i earned this i earned this shit as i said later on <laughs> fuck yeah bryce fuck yeah, yeah. I agree it's, with it's, that. It's, it's very it's not very interesting being an nba beat writer in terms of all the what's okay and what's taboo and whatever but that's like a big thing like if someone's got a one-on-one with somebody you leave that person alone until they're done talking, until they step away. Yeah. Because, like, if someone did that to, like, McMahon or Mark Stein or Cato, they would have bitten their heads off, rightfully so. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you screw off. And I'm like, I may not be them, but I still have just as, my, as much right to a sidle, as they call them, as anybody else. So y'all screw off, and they didn't even ask questions. They just kind of stood there and, and hoarded me. So I was like, uh-uh. I don't even know these people. I didn't even know who they were. So it's like, no, 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 They're probably yeah, Kings beat writers that came to the game just to ask Justin Jackson about how he feels about not being a king anymore. <laughs> no, that never happened. The only people who have sent people to, like, talk to a player after they've been traded this year was the one New York Post guy who came to Kristoff's introductory press conference. Oh, that, that was such weird. a clusterfuck. That was so weird. It was really weird. That whole press conference was kind of weird, but it was interesting. It's, oh, man. Damn, that was so funny, though. <laughs> yeah, it, it was funny. So, you no, know, so Bryce, ac- we're... Actually, I want to go back to that real quick, because you must say shit a lot then, because... I, the thing is, I really don't. Because like, I just, I really, I just tried just typing in shot. Like, because I know you use an iPhone, because I can see, because, you know, on Twitter it says, like, oh, like, tweeting from a iPhone, tweeting from an Android. So mm. I just tried it right now on my iPhone, <laughs> and it's it stayed shot. So I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. Like, why would it? Ch-? Anyway, sorry. I just thought yeah, that my was phone, uh, My phone just hates is weird. It hates me so much. <laughs> I'm just very thankful that I did it on my own personal account as opposed to... Uh, when I was tweeting for Fox, because oh my god, oh, yeah. <laughs> but like I always work from a computer for Fox, so that wouldn't happen on a computer. It would just happen on my phone, and I'll never have their any of their Twitters on my phone because I just don't want to accidentally make a fireable offense. Yeah, yeah, that makes oh, sense. Yeah, absolutely, dude. The only one that I have to have on my phone is Instagram because it's it's only an app. But I'm not in, on Instagram that much to 
to make that mistake. So yeah, it's all. So Bryce, is this your first year as a beat writer credentialed or your second year? Uh, this is my first season actually credentialed. So okay. uh, Cato hired me to do some Mavs Moneyball stuff in like, I want to say like 2015 in like okay. January, but I never really did anything. I just kind of like ran Twitter during games and would like once a month or once every other month write some kind of post. We so talked about this, yeah. I didn't know all that much about basketball. Like, I knew enough to, like, not look like a total idiot, but, like, not enough to, like, do any in-depth analysis. So, yeah. The you were more on the Rangers beat then, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. So I've been writing about the Rangers since the 2014 season. Okay. So baseball is my main expertise, but kind of learning that in order to cover a sport, you don't need to, like, necessarily be a coach and all of your knowledge but you need to have some some passable knowledge and i finally feel like i'm actually there just being in the middle of every day yeah what's it like like day-to-day being a beat writer um and, and being credentialed and, and being at practices being at the games up in the media booth like is it different for you being there as compared to say like like Ruben and I just <laughs> just watching on TV and tweeting bullshit. Uh, yeah, it's it's different because I I'd been credentialed to a few Rangers games, so I kind of knew what it was like just being in a locker room in general and and covering a professional game. It's kind of <clears throat> baseball is more strict on like well who can get credentials. The Mavs are usually mm-hmm. one of the more lenient ones because there's like I don't know a bunch of sites that have it and like. Fanatics have a whole bunch of people there, um, and so I kind of knew what it was like just a little bit from just like the three games that I'd been credentialed to. But being in the middle of every day, it's it's a grind. It's kind of I'm kind of feeling it now that I'm at All Star break. Um, but I mean, the last couple weeks have been more insane with traveling to New York and then yeah. the Kristaps trade and then driving to Houston and back in, like, 24 hours. And so... So I'm would you say much, you're hitting your rookie wall? Is that what's going on? I'm very much hitting my rookie wall. I'm, uh-huh. I'm feeling it strongly. So... <laughs> but... Yeah, no. I think you... Honestly, though, like, we joke around with you all the time on Twitter, but I think you're doing a, a really great job. And uh, I did want to say, like, I think you, you bring some unique perspectives that some of the people that always write about the Mavs don't always bring, which is really nice to see. appreciate that. That's kind of what I'm trying to do, because I'm like, I know that I'm not going to be Woj, I'm not going to be Stein or McMahon or even Cato or any of the Dallas Morning News people, but I know what they're not doing, and I love talking about silly, goofy stuff like Dwight Powell's dog or um, book clubs or just talking with Ryan Brokoff about random Australian stuff. So <laughs> you're talking to them like they're people instead of players kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, it takes some getting used to, but yeah. Uh, Another question I have for you. That's a little bit off the beat. Um, Cause I know like you just mentioned that you've, you've done a couple of credential games for the Rangers. You, you were writing for the rain or writing about the Rangers, you know, from 2014 on. Um, I know you from our Twitter interactions that you've had some interaction with Tepid P um, who is my favorite Rangers Twitter beat. 
Um, do you have any like fun uh, Michael Tepid stories? Oh, I absolutely do. Um, I actually kind of owe my career to to Michael. Um, so fun story with that. Um, when I first went off to college in, in 2012, I went to the University of Alabama, and I was a double major in finance and economics because oh, I was okay. cheap, no. so I thought that I was good with money, and my mom did personal finance, so I was like, yeah, I could do that. That's fine. I'm decent at math, and I was really good at math. So, um, so anyway, I started writing for uh, the Rangers fan-sided site in, like, February of 2014. Uh, the guy who ran the site was following me on Twitter because he thought that I like knew something about the Rangers because I just watched every single game and, and tweeted a whole bunch about it. <laughs> um, and so he like DM'd me while I was at a water polo tournament in Tallahassee, and all my teammates were out getting trashed, and I was just sitting in the hotel room. He's like, hey, we need some more writers for our site. Do you want to come write for us? And I was like, sure. He's like, all right, send me a couple samples about baseball writing about the Rangers, and I was like, okay. So I wrote the two first two things I'd ever written about the Rangers and sent it to them. They're like, oh, please come write for us. You're really good at this. And I was like, okay, cool. This sounds like fun. I already spent way too much time obsessing over the Rangers, and I was reading, like, literally everything I could get my hands on about them. So I did that, and I got credentialed to a few Rough Riders games that year. Um, okay. and, and Michael saw some of the stuff that I was doing, and he's like, hey, you're really good at this. Do you never done this before at all. I'm like, no, this is my first time just kind of screwing around with it. Like, you could go, like, make a real thing of this if you want to. And I was like, wait, what? Serious? He's like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, you could, and you should if this is something you want to do. And so at the time, I was taking a summer class um, where if I didn't pass it, then I wouldn't be able to go and take my upper-level classes my junior year at Alabama. And so it was forcing me to consider, oh, wait, what happens if I, like, don't pass this class and I can't go back to Bama. And so I started thinking, like, wait a minute. My older brother just graduated. My big and my fraternity just graduated. Um, a bunch of my close, all of my closest friends had either graduated or dropped out. And so I was like, do I even want to go back to Bama? So I ended up passing the class and decided in, like, July that I was going to transfer and study journalism. Didn't know where I was going to go, but I knew that I was leaving. And so I just kind of toured a bunch of different places, went to like five different schools while taking classes at Richland that fall. And having never been to Lubbock or Texas Tech, I drove out there once, had a meeting with the college, and they blew me away with their program. So like, all right, I'll go here. I've never been here before, but this is what I'm going to do. And it ended up working out. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I mean, shit. <laughs> I most of my most of my talks with Michael have been on Twitter. I, I've met him once in real life um, at his restaurant, but uh, honestly, like Michael just oozes positivity, and he's one of the nicest people I've ever met. Yeah, Michael is is one of my all time favorite humans. Yeah, and I didn't realize until like after I'd been going to Tech for like a year that Michael actually went there. I mean, he hated it, so that's why he never talked about it. <laughs> but uh, I told people that I was, like, going to tech now. Like, oh, you should ask Michael about some of his stories at tech. And I, I asked him, he's like, oh, it's fine. I went there for, for four years, and I was like, wait, you freaking went there? I told you I was going there, and you, you said, oh, yeah, I, I've been out there once or twice. 
<laughs> that does sound like a very Michael thing to say. <laughs> That's fucking awesome, dude. He's he's a hell of a guy. He really oh, the Rangers. <laughs> so, yeah. I I think before we wrap this up, Bryce, um, we did a Twitter poll. You know about it. Your mom even voted in it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's not a joke, guys. Like that really happened. Probably. So. Don't, don't put my mom's Twitter out there. <laughs> don't worry, we won't. Um, <laughs> how is your dating life? Um, yeah, that's about it. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so obviously, you, you have over 2,000 Twitter followers. Uh, I've marked off. <laughs> Ruben does as well on the Reddit Mavs account. Um, We'll go ahead and make sure that we get some tweets out there for everybody to listen to the podcast. And, you know, any women out there that are interested in, in talking with Bryce some more, just slide into his DMs. It'll be fine. My DMs are open. Yeah. Uh, dating is, as someone who works in sports, is, is just kind of tough. Not because I don't know how to speak to women, but just because I'm working on nights and weekends. And that's when normal people are free to do dates and like see their friends so it's just kind of that is true yeah it's just kind of a reality of life so any hotties want to go on a a tuesday brunch date holler at me (laughs) honestly though that that sounds amazing that does sound amazing actually (laughs) tuesday brunch it's it's one of the nice things so that's when i can like see all Oh, randomly during the summer, I'd I'd have lunch with with Cato a bunch, and then uh, Levi Weaver and I will get together every every few months because like you have like lunches are almost always open, so yeah, I'll have some some business lunches. So are you going to do any uh, Rangers writing in the in the Mavs off season or? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do some some writing. I'm I'm working on some stuff to hopefully be credentialed to him this season. Okay. Um, and are you so, still on on the Rangers fan sided account or? Uh no no that that was actually just for one season so I'm with WFAA uh, I've been with them for this will be my fourth season I think. Oh wow that's that's actually oh, really awesome fuck, really. Yeah yeah it's been it's been a hot minute um, so I'm hoping to be credentialed for the full season and like start doing some some of the type of reporting that I'm doing with the Mavs for the Rangers because. Uh, I know the people would like some of that goofy stuff about baseball because baseball gets really boring. Actually, I yeah, talk absolutely. about the same thing yeah. all the time. So, and I know the players would would like that. Just oh yeah, I, like I'm sure that like um, Joey Gallo and and June Calhoun will love to talk to you about like oh their first God, person yeah, shooters and Gallo. stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. no, I, I actually did wrote a story last year about uh, about Willie Calhoun and Fortnite. I actually drove down to Round Rock to. To talk to him about it, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that 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 sounds like fun. Willie Calhoun's a, also like a really good Twitter follow. If, oh, yeah. if you're a, if you're a Rangers fan. Oh yeah, June Calhoun. Yeah, absolutely. Him and Joey. I gotta work on my my Spanish so I can I can. I'll help you out that. there, dude. I'll help you out there. I would very much appreciate that. Right. <laughs> if you up on Twitter, you know where to find me. <laughs> yeah, buddy. So. So before we let you go, Bryce, before we, we wrap up the podcast for the night, because um, we're hitting about the 30-minute mark that we normally let everybody go at, um, don't forget we're doing a meetup um, on 
Sunday, so tomorrow for everybody that's listening. Um, for the All-Star Game, we're going to be at the Buzz Brews um, in the Lakewood Buzz Brews, which is in Lake Highlands. Um, you can meet us there. Uh, we're also doing a giveaway on Twitter for another uh, Mavs ticket. So you'll sit with me, you'll sit with Ruben, um, you'll sit with Ruben's girlfriend. <laughs> um, <laughs> Great. Awesome. <laughs> so how do I enter this drawing? You're already going to be there, Bryce. Oh, you're going to be there? I mean, I'm, I'm at every home game. Oh, hell yeah. yeah awesome. Always there. I'm actually going to so, bug you this time. Do it. Do it. In section 106, right, Ruben? Yep, section 106, row U. All right, I'll come find y'all. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, to enter into the contest, just make sure to subscribe to the podcast, follow us on Twitter, give us five stars, and leave a comment. And then whenever you have the five-star comment, just uh, send it as a DM to the Twitter account. It has open DMs. Yep. Oh, and it closes on... I want to say Monday night, Tuesday morning, and I will personally hand deliver you the ticket and the uh, parking pass. Yeah, we'll, so. we'll shoot for Tuesday morning, and we'll announce the winner Wednesday. Yep. And then, Bryce, is there anything that you want to plug? Uh, Yeah, I wrote something about uh, Chris Dobson and finally fitting in. That's the last thing that I wrote for, for Maz Moneyball, so just go check that out on, on mazmoneyball.com. Uh something about Kristaps uh, Porzingis finally fitting in with his teammates. So we've got a bunch of all-star content up there, so should be there. And then if you're not following me on Twitter at Bryce Patrick, then why do you even have a Twitter account? <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to follow Bryce and the Reddit Mavericks account because those two go back and forth constantly. That's very true. Yeah, we really do. We've sworn <laughs> enemy on Twitter. <laughs> All right, Bryce. Well, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening, and have a great weekend. Yeah, see you, everybody, later, man. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.